Hello and welcome. You're listening to Show Starters with Adam and Andrew, an upbeat discussion about life and everything that comes with it. Are you an idea person who focuses on detail but lack on execution? Today, we tell you how to be an idea person and still get the job done using our simple method. This and so much more next. can't share info just yet with this. So off camera, I can share it because I I can tell you full disclosure after the event happens and this episode will air prior to that. So I'm skirt. I got to keep my keep my business tight right now. Well, yeah, I will share the dress. <laughs> All right. So the real story is I'm actually a hooker on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> Honey, Rodeo is too classy for you. I'm pretty woman. Right. <laughs> okay. My name's Vivian. A no. mess. A mess. <laughs> Anyways, how any, you doing? <laughs> any rich lawyers out there with, you know, a ton of money, one, one companionship, I'm your girl. <laughs> Once again, says the married one. <laughs> hey, a dollar's a dollar, and you said it yourself, oldest profession in the world. Um, I heard anyway. that. <laughs> uh, no, things are good. Things are good. Um, busy. Like, it's been busy. Things have been so chaotic and crazy. Like, literally, one of the days last week, I didn't think I was going to have anything to do at work, and I would be stuck online in, like, rabbit holes of just the internet garbage. <laughs> but lo and behold, I had literally, like, five minutes of personal time the entire day because I just got into a rhythm. It was quiet. I could work uninterrupted. And I just got a ton of stuff done. So good. it's been good, been busy and um, diving more. I know we're going to talk a little bit about what I was going to mention, but uh, yeah, so it's some good stuff happening. How about, good. how about you, Andrew, with all the snow that we've had and now with sun shining again? What the hell? Uh, I know. I um, Today was a very nice day and it, and so was yesterday, actually. So it just, it helps so much. I, um, Decided to take a couple hours this afternoon and um, plant some new grass seed out in the yard and, you know, get the hose hooked up and water it. So, yeah, it's good. I'm good. Been just working and then trying to get some stuff around the house done. What do I do every freaking time that you ask me what I've been up to? What, what is it? Uh, drink wine and <laughs> play with yourself. <laughs> I don't know. In addition to those. <laughs> I feel like every time we talk, I'm painting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I saw your post. I'm still painting. Why don't you just become a professional painter and then have somebody else pay you for it? Because I don't want to do it anymore. I, <laughs> ugh, I'm about over it. But That's I, I've because got... you've been yanking your hose in your lawn all day. <laughs> okay. Plant my seed. <laughs> Double entendres for days. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm I'm still painting, so I'm hoping in the next couple of days, probably in the next four days, to be done upstairs. God, I'll That's be so four happy. Four days? Weren't yeah. you just painting like um, some of the fixtures, not like walls or anything? I'm doing the built-ins and yeah. the trim. That takes longer because it's detail four work. Days. Well, yeah, and I don't have you're four full lazy. days. You take, you take two glasses of wine and then you're done. You're like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm out. I'm gonna. Go yeah, on. what's wrong with that? 
when it's your place and your pace, go for it. That's right. My place and my pace, boo. And, you know, it's not like I have, like, a hard deadline, which that's what makes it easy to procrastinate. Yep. But it's detail work. And I don't have full days. It's like I'm taking the evenings or an hour or two during the day to do yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So you can invite me over again to host me. And then <laughs> that can be your timeline to get shit done. And no, seriously. This time I won't get sick. I <laughs> right. <laughs> I invited people, I invited friends from Chicago to come stay for the weekend, but um, they're going to be out of town somewhere else. So, because that, that was gonna, my plan to be my deadline. Like, okay, if I know I have mm. people coming over to stay, I need to get the shit done. But, okay. First week of May, I'm in town and we've already coordinated. So, that is your absolute deadline. So, that gives you plenty of time. Okay. Sounds good. I'll do it. Okay. No, it's just, it's tough because it's, it's extra stuff, you know? And it's, the initial part is exciting because you can see it happening. It's exciting. And then after that, you're like, I'm done. Like, yep. I'm so over this. Like, what okay. are I myself into? So that, that is, ugh, that is exactly how I am. And that leads into what I wanted to talk about tonight, kind of, mm-hmm. is um, routines and, you know, habits and things like that. I am exactly what you just said. I am the type of person that is an idea person and I get excited at the beginning and when I can see like some change and some movement and then you get into the nitty gritty mm-hmm. where the details and you have to, you know, really work out the kinks and I'm like, miss me with all that. Like, I'm not trying to do it. And it's hard for me to see things through to the end. And I, that's one thing that I've been, I wouldn't say working on to change, but I've been... Um, acknowledging more in my life and analyzing more and seeing where I could do better or improve. Yeah, but it's okay to be the visionary and line up the details and have somebody else execute those because that's their forte and skill set. So maybe painting is not your forte and skill set, but you're the visionary of, you know, the end product. That's right. And, and and what I mean by, this is why I didn't want to say change, what I mean by um, improve or whatever is know what my strength is and then know when to pass the baton on to someone else. Yes. And you're 100% right that this detail work, it is not me. My dad's the same way. Like We know what needs to be done, but we're not good at that kind of stuff, the detail things. It's easier and better off for me to hire somebody to do that. The only difference is I have the time right now and I can do it myself and I'm cheap. So I'm not really upset that I haven't got the painting done, but in other things in life. Yes. So I back in college, um, I, I would obviously fly back and forth to and from school quite a bit. And I remember reading in one of the magazines and the airplane and it was talking about at what point do you know that it's worth your time to outsource whatever task it is? And in this in this example, they were talking about laundry and ironing. And I, I don't mind it. Like, it's a necessary task, and it, it is what it is. But it, the they broke it down very easily to understand and to go, make sense, and I can make this happen. So if the end cost of whatever it is the task is, so for you, if it's painting, you take what your hourly rate is, and how long it will take you to do that. If that end up, ends up being more than what it would be to pay somebody else to do it, pay somebody else to do it. You have to actually take into consideration what your worth of your time is. And because then that eats up time that you're not working. So even though you're not, maybe you're not hourly, but 
it still boils down to, so if it takes me two hours to do something and it would cost me less to pay somebody else to do it in 30 minutes, I'm going to pay somebody else to do it. <clears throat> yeah. And I agree with that. And it's not, it's not just the monetary cost. It's the emotional and mental cost, like the draining of mm-hmm. you're thinking about doing it before you even start doing it. And it's distracting to you. And then it's like, while you're doing it, you're like, I just can't wait to get done. Or when is the break? Or when am I, you know? Absolutely. There are so so many more new industries and businesses now based solely off of the practice of convenience. You know, we are an instantaneous society. We want things now. We don't want to do everything ourselves. And, um, you know, these, these smart people have been out there and creating these apps or industries or businesses that make our lives much easier for a slightly additional cost. So you pay for convenience. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny that you just mentioned like the article you read about laundry and ironing. Um, I had a friend years ago. Actually, I haven't seen him in a while. I should reach out. Um, He's wealthy. And um, he was giving me some advice when I was in the very beginning of my business. It wasn't the very beginning. It was like the first... Like like the third year, maybe. So like the first part of I'd gotten a name established. I was doing some media work. So I was becoming more and more known in our community, in our area. And I was kind of on the come up, you know. And <laughs> A what? <laughs> on the come up, honey. You know when you're on the come up? Like you're like the rising star, or, or, you know. Go, go with that. <laughs> you never heard you of, never heard of that? Go on. No. When you want the come up, come on now. <laughs> I've never heard of come up, but get it together. Go Let me get you on. all the way together, baby. <laughs> no, 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 no. When you You're want the come it up, apart, but go on. Okay, so you. so I was, you know, coming up, and I was I was on my glow up, on you know, the rise. And, right. Yes. And we he took me to dinner, and um, we were just talking about goals and and different things, and he said. Uh, talking about he had just bought a house and he was talking about with his house, how he doesn't really do anything. So I was like, well, you're going to have a lot of, you know, it's going to change your whole world. You know, you're going to have a lot to do. It's an old home and he did some things done. He goes, Oh, I'm not doing any of it. I said, well, what do you mean? You know? Yeah. He said, I outsource lawn care. I said, (gasps) he said, I outsource my laundry. I said, <gasps> what? He said, I don't even have to drop it off. The laundry service comes and picks it up and they drop it off. They do all the ironing. I said, even your unmentionables? Like, oh, no, baby. And Who cares at that point? He outsources all his, like, any plumbing needs, any electrical, um, car stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other things. You know, he has his house. He has a housekeeper that cleans. Um Food, you know, like you said a minute ago, those apps that deliver, yeah, food to you, or they they ship meals that you just you know heat through, and all the ingredients are there in the box, like all that stuff. And I couldn't believe that. And he said the same thing that you know time is valuable, and even more so than just the time it takes to do it is the energy. And he goes, I don't like doing any of that stuff. So for me to have to do it, I'm fighting myself and I'm putting negativity in my energy and my emotions 
And then when I go to actually do the things that I'm good at, that I enjoy, and that make me money and give me life and, you know, make me successful, I have to overcome the negative emotion from doing this other crap. Now, I know that sounds real bougie and real high level to people that can't afford it because at that time I couldn't afford to have any of that stuff done. And I'm like, well, it's easy for you to say you got the money. And he's like, well, how do you think I got the money? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a catch 22. And I totally agree. Like there are some circumstances where you're in a financial situation that you just got to do it. Like you have to do it yourself because there's absolutely no way that you're going to make it work. However, like if you are a business owner or you're a freelance person or whatever, where your time literally is your money then it does make sense to totally offset all of those mundane activities that would be pulling you away from work. So if laundry takes you two hours and you could be hustling a gig and making like five times what you'd be doing for just, you know, laundry, then, uh, you know, third party it. Now, if there are some tasks that you love, like I love mowing lawn, I absolutely love it. So I would probably offset that and say, for me, that's more of a mental break from the the rat race to just you know step away and do something that's mundane because we all need those resets every now and then but um yeah you gotta you gotta plan those things out and say i hate this one i'm giving this one to somebody else i love this mundane task i'm gonna keep doing this well it's funny because we we keep coming back to routines and uh outsourcing because of financial reasons but I've been thinking a lot about routines and habits that have to do with saving money and building and building wealth. Like, okay. So, you know, when I was growing up, my family went to church and they believed in tithing or, you know, giving 10% of your income to the church um, and then offering (laughs) above and beyond that. Why are you laughing? I, I said, oof, is that pre-tax, post-tax? Like, <laughs> Honey, that, people you know, get real crazy about that stuff, but my family know. did it pre-tax. I'm like, y'all, it's no, crazy. Thank you. Mm-mm. Yeah, okay, okay. But, um, stick to my so, scratch-offs, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> you better not be doing those scratch-offs now. That's a habit. It is not a good actually, one. But. Actually, let me insert here. I thought about, because we talked about scratch-offs, either last episode or the one before, yeah. and your your possible gambling issue. Addiction. Yeah, hashtag addicted. <laughs> hashtag addicted. <laughs> yeah. Um. And you know what? I shouldn't be like so hard. Like If you enjoy it and it brings you joy, just do it. Do you in moderation. No, it's it's absolutely about trying to get that buck. So I'm sticking to our Okay, then quit it. For the financial challenge. So come okay. first part of May, you'll get a deposit into your account with my money and you can invest it. So Okay. Well, anyway. I, 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 I thought about that after we had talked about <laughs> no, it on the podcast. Strictly and I for thought, financial gain. Well, okay. Well, I thought, you know what? <laughs> like people could say, I've had people tell me, well, you need to stop drinking. And I'm like, why? Because you don't drink? <laughs> okay. I'm not right. telling people to stop drinking. Right. And, and I have friends that smoke. I'm not telling them to stop smoking if it brings them joy. And if they come to me and say, hey... I want to quit smoking or I want to quit drinking. Okay, I will be there to support you. And if you need an accountability partner, I'll do that. Or if you need a reference right. to like go to a clinic or a rehab or whatever, you know, but friends that smoke weed or do whatever they do, like do your own thing. Like I'm not here to judge you. And if you like to buy scratch offs, do it. But yeah, no, anyways. it's it's more of a, a means. Uh, that's a what I thought. Gain. 
But casinos, I do love casinos. Like that, I actually enjoy. I like a casino too. They are yeah. fun. Yes, they are. Yes, they I are. never win, but <laughs> you gotta know how to play. But go on. So, but yes, yeah, uh, I agree. I don't know, but anyway, so financial stuff. Um, so we tithed and gave offering at church and stuff, and it was actually a really good lesson because uh, my mom always told me, "You save ten percent of whatever you make." You give 10% to the church, and then later on in life, I change that to or charity or, um, you know, a good cause. And then you have 80% of whatever you make to live on. And um, that started when I was, you know, a child and mowing lawns and stuff like that. And then you get away from it and you want to, you know, live life or whatever. But I'm getting back to that mentality of saving, giving, and then living, and it's just funny because it's all about habits and routine. So I started, I don't get paid direct deposit except for from one of my jobs, but it's a consulting job right now. So it's mm-hmm. not guaranteed that I'm going to be there forever. Everything else is just by the job. I'll just get a check or a wire transfer right. or whatever. Right. And so it's hard to do an automatic, hey, take this much every month and put sure. it into my 401k or my IRA or you know, this much. You have so much variability in your standard income. Yes. Yeah. But what I've decided to do a couple years ago was start having automatically money debited from my account and put into a retirement account because Absolutely. before I was, I was writing checks and sometimes I'd forget to write the check that month and send it into my retirement account. And sometimes I'd forget to, you know, or I, I'd lower the amount. And it's like, okay, stop it. No, I know my goal. I talked to my financial guy and asked him, what do I need to put in per month to get to this goal by 65? And he's like, this much. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. So I started at half of that. <laughs> but my goal is to work. Really healthy geriatric. Do we still? I was like, <laughs> like, what if I'm gonna die at fifty? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't plan to live to sixty-five, but what if I, you know? Um, but I started at what I could, what I knew for sure I wouldn't miss, and it was a low amount two years ago. And yeah. every six month, six months since then, I've raised it. And I put a little reminder in my calendar and it goes off on January 1st and July 1st. And it's like, boop, 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 raise your retirement contribution. And I'm like, damn, this last one, I didn't think I could do it. Guess what? That was in January. Here we are in April. Yeah. I'm fine. I don't yeah. miss the money. Yeah. That is the one thing that I will say that I have I have been so adamant about starting and keeping up. So our organization, thankfully, will match our contributions up to 6%. Yes, um, honey. I love which free is money. Great. So I'm at least every month getting twelve percent of my annual income contributed on a monthly basis. And so Smart. I contribute more than that because I know that I'm gonna be broke ass because of student loans and I can't save up any money right now. So that's my only way to actually, you know, contribute down the road. And so I'm the same way. It's like there are some months now when it's it very tight but I know that I'm not going to touch or adjust that contribution because we can adjust it on the fly and, uh, you know, per paycheck, we can make it different. Nope. I'm like, nope, I'm going to leave it and forget it and forget that it's there. Now, what they say is you should have at least twice your annual income saved by the time that you're 35. 
and I'm not quite there and I'm not going to meet my deadline, even though I'm very aggressive in my contribution, but, um, I'll be as close as I absolutely can be. So, but I, I only started contributing at my rate, maybe a year and a half, two years ago. Oh, then you're doing great. Well, at least you're doing it for a year and a half or two years. That's good to have some saved and. Well, I started like at the very like the very beginning. So five years ago, when I started the organization, I started, but I was only doing like one or two percent of my annual income. Now I'm doing right. much more than that. So I just talked to a friend last week who shall remain unnamed, but um, he was <laughs> quit. He was telling me, <laughs> let's call him Paul. He was telling me that, and he's in his twenties, and he's been with his organization for a few years. And he had almost $10,000 saved in his retirement account. And he was telling me that he was going to take it out to do something. I was like, Paul. Don't touch it. Do not. He's like, well, what do I do? I'm like, you go and you get a small business loan. You get a, a personal loan. You you talk, You talk. shop around for a small loan if you need you know, $8,000 or whatever for, for a project. And if you can get 4%, 5%, because chances are in your stock market or mutual funds, you're going to make about between seven and 9%. And you don't want to take that money out. It's compound interest. Right. Especially when your company does a match, like you leave that in there. Don't touch it. It's not even your money. Pretend it's not your money. Right. Pretend it's a tax from the government and you don't see it anymore. It's a tax and I'll never see it again. But yes, I know that's not true. Um, You know, we're talking about habits and we're talking about, you know, routine and things like that. Every time I hear the word habits, I think of nuns. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, no. <laughs> How do you solve a problem Sister like act. Maria? <laughs> oh, happy day. Oh, okay. Happy day. No, I think of uh, <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> because <laughs> yes. I love her quote that uh, and they highlighted it in the movie of her life uh, Iron Lady but it is watch your thoughts for they become actions watch your actions before they or for they become habits watch your habits for they will forge your character watch your character for it will make your destiny so it's like what you think you become so it's just like Wow. You know, when you break it down like that, you're like, holy smokes, you're absolutely right. So, Maggie, I'm here for you. I'm here for your... It is so true. Yes. So, habits become who you are. Well, thoughts become who you are. It all starts with thoughts. And that... Yes. And habits is a step along the way. And, you know, here's the thing. I was just talking to my dad the other day, yesterday, about... um, I have this one project for a consulting job and God, it's going to, it's so tedious. It's so tedious. And I, I just told you, I don't like doing those little monotonous one little task. Ugh, I want big results. I want to see it right now. I don't want to have <laughs> to do it. You want it big and you want to see it right now. <laughs> I want it all. And I want it now. Yes. And I just know this is going to take me longer than I want. And it's so boring to do it because it doesn't require any creativity. It's just literally like copying and pasting thousands of lines in in a sheet. But it's necessary to create the big project that we want to create and achieve. Yeah. And nobody else is going to do it. You know, I I can't outsource this. You know, there's confidentiality agreements and stuff. So it's like, I just want to give this to somebody in Bangladesh. No offense, but, you know, they'll do it for like 10 cents. 
So uh, I'm like, okay, I have to do this. And my dad was like, listen, the way you eat an elephant is one bite at a time. I'm like, you write with some good dipping sauce. <laughs> That's what my girl Bonnie and I used to say at one of the first jobs <laughs> I had. I'd be like, how do you eat an elephant? She'd be like, one bite at a time. And I'd say, well, I need some flavorful dipping sauce because this is going to take a while. That's funny. But that it's true. Can you, I'm gonna, we're going to quote that. I'm going to put Andrew. Oh, I'm going to give you credit for that. Yeah, I used to say it all the time, though. You know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And it's true. And, you know, eventually, after you take these tiny steps over and over and over and over and over and over again, you get big results if you're patient. A friend friend of mine, it reminds me of a friend of mine who, um, she just had a baby. Hey, Candice. I know she listens. And Wait, she's the one that slapped me? Yes. Ugh. She's yes, You're she is me. the one that slapped you, but we were all <laughs> drinking. But Candace had um, a baby a few months ago, and she wanted to get her pre-pregnancy body back, and she has been killing it. She's lost so much weight, gotten right and tight, in such great shape, and it just daily... She's not doing anything, like, crazy. She didn't, like, do some big program or do some big gym, you know, join some big gym and take all these classes. She's literally power walking several miles a day when she can. That's not every single day. Yeah. And doing little 15-minute, 20-minute ab workouts at home from YouTube videos and stuff and drinking tons of water, trying to eat healthier, but it's not perfect, you know, and it's inspired me because it's like, okay, I want to get into shape, but because I don't have some huge journey – you know, where I need to lose 100 pounds. I just need to lose like five and tone up and build muscle. I need to lose 30 pounds. So if she can get me back to my pre-pregnancy weight, uh, I would be so happy with that. No, seriously, <laughs> seriously. And it's like, it's doing something every day. And um, there's a, a gentleman that I've met um, in Chicago and he's a wonderful designer and he does... Um, he designs furniture and textiles for Sumbrella and had a TV show, Homes Across America. Joe Ruggiero is his name. Um, and when I was first starting out in my career, in my design career, I met him in Chicago and we corresponded a little while. He indulged me and, and I would message him with questions and, and all that. And I will never forget the advice that he gave me early on. And he said, if you're looking to build a brand and build a successful company, Make sure that you're doing something every single day to push that agenda forward. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to vote, devote full time to it right now. You have to work two or three other jobs, right. and this is what you do in the evening. But make sure that every single day you're doing something. And over time, those efforts, you're either cold calling someone, you're setting up a lunch with someone, you're getting to know, you know, for me, it was getting to know the ladies who lunch and finding out what their their problems were so that I could try to come up with solutions. Um, what products couldn't they find locally and how could I get those products to them? Um, posting on social media, quality content that people are looking for. Um, researching, you know, the design world, um, going to the library, looking at books, doing something every single day, seven days a week to push that agenda forward. Eventually, you're going to get to where you want to be or opportunities will present themselves. Absolutely. I, I mean, and, but that's the same. I mean, yes, I, I agree. And I think it's a little easier 
when you when it is your business and that's your brand and you, to push and promote those things. But the same can be said for anything in your daily life, whether that's fitness or financial savings, those types yes. of things. Like it just has to be at the top of your mind, um, and and slowly chipping away at that mountain every day, and then you'll eventually be you know standing on top of a pile of pebbles. Listen, if you can put ten dollars a week away, that's five hundred and twenty dollars at the end of the year of your own money that you won't even miss if you can do $10 a week. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't put, seem like I'm much, put but away a hundred dollars and then I can get liposuction at the end of the year and I'm good to go. <laughs> liposuction costs a hundred dollars. No, over, over 52 weeks. It's $5,200. Oh, I have no idea how much that stuff costs. No, I don't. No, I, I, I'm sure it's more than that, but you know, I'm sure it's not. I know a guy that can do it for you for 10 bucks here. Right. (laughs) Just just going to cross that border. Shoves in a Hoover hose and you're good. (laughs) You can get that in Boys Town. (laughs) True. (laughs) For free. (laughs) They'll pay you. Speaking of, when are you coming back? (laughs) I don't know. I was going to maybe come in for the weekend, but I'm like, uh, I got stuff I want to finish up around here. And, it is know. getting nicer outside, so you will have to plan something in the near future that um, you know we can do like patio stuff. and then Yes. And Speaking then we can patio, go dance without our coats and suits on and get yes. down with the kids. Okay. I'm going to wear a hat too so people can't tell that I'm same. old. Like, same. Yeah. Same. And I'm going to wear a corset so I can tuck away my extra maternity weight it'll be beautiful of course it i guess you're planning on not getting felt up <laughs> i'm well, trying to waist, get gross waist up anyway waist down it's a free-for-all you're it's a mess. Fine. <laughs> a mess. oh that is a mess you know that that ties in with something else that, I, that i've been thinking about <laughs> not the corset but coming to chicago and hanging out and doing stuff i've been thinking a lot about friends Mm-hmm. And the the friendships and the relationships that I have in my life. And, you know, it's funny because I've, I've been journaling again lately and trying to identify what my priorities are and where I want to go next. And I've got some really good th- – that's why habits and, and routines have been on my mind. So I've got some really good um, things in the pipeline. And I'm like, okay, I want to prepare now so that when we get there – I'm ready. And it's not like, I got to figure out all this other crap that I've neglected, you know? And one of my top priorities that I've found is my friendships. Well, yeah. Isn't that lovely? It is lovely. So like it already (laughs) is something that I've incorporated into my life as a top priority. Like, you know, you watch those movies, those made for TV movies or whatever, where it's like the businessman that forgets all of his friends or it's a wonderful life, you know, or that kind of thing where they leave their family. Like my top priority is relationships between friends and family. And I prioritize that every week where I reach out to people. If it's been a couple weeks and I haven't talked to you, you better expect a text or a call. You know, mm-hmm. or if a friend is in town or reaches out that I haven't seen in a while and it's somebody that I love or is important, it's like I will rearrange my schedule and make time to get together with them because that's really a priority. I don't know. I just found that very interesting and, and it, that's a good thing for me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm actually, frankly, I'm sick of talking to you. So <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm 
kidding. I gotta go. <laughs> a mess. You're mean. No, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm very grateful for the time that we have. <laughs> okay, I'll Venmo you a request. <laughs> a request? Yeah, you can pay me for his pants. No, no, ma'am. Sam. No, ma'am. She's mm-mm. Mm-mm. messy. But that's awesome. No, I, I and I need that's one thing I do need to get better at. Though I, I, I also very much value family and friends, but I haven't been um, the best at proactively reaching out. I, like I'm the same type of person. If you reach out, or usually if you're in town, and you want to do something. Most of the time, I'll like I'll find a way to make it happen. Especially if you're the plan maker. Because I'm a terrible plan maker. So I like to fly mm-hmm. by the seat of my pants. Like if you're like friends in town or like, hey, Adam, this this Friday, you want to do this? I most of the time will drop what I'm doing and say, yep, let's do it. Like I'm not because I know I'm not a good plan maker. So like if you're taking the time and effort to do it, I'm going to accommodate it and make it happen. But, you know, I need to be better about proactively doing those things versus just relying on others to either call or text or make yeah. plans. So. That is something I need to do better. Well, I think part of it that has changed in my mind the last year or two is I've really taken to heart, you know, if you want a friend, you have to be a friend and whatever you're, if you want love, you have to give love. If you want someone to reach out to you, then you have to reach out to them. Like what you sow, you reap, what you give, you get. And so that's really been something that um, I've taken to heart and, when it comes right down to it, I mean, you have to love yourself first before anybody can love you. And that's what I've been working on myself for a while. And now I'm mm-hmm. in a good, I've been in a good place for a long time. And so it's like, I don't feel like I'm giving my power away when I reach out first. You know what I mean? People say, mm-hmm. oh, you can't be the one to message first. It's like, who cares? Oh, I don't like, care about that. If you want to talk to somebody, yeah, yeah. Talk, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not meaning for you. Yeah, I'm just saying right. like, you know, it's the insecurity thing I think that a lot of people but deal it's with. Funny and it's that like, people think that. Like, I would never think that if I'm reaching out, like, I'm giving up power. I'm like, no, I, like, I, I want to talk to you. So I'm going to reach out to you. Yeah, but it's like, well, you haven't messaged me. So why am I going to so? message you? It doesn't but a matter. lot of people think that way. It doesn't matter. And if they, like, we, I don't think 100% of us all feel the same way about each other in our personal relationships, whether it be family or friends, like right. how I feel about you, you may have a different level of importance uh, in your mind of how you feel about me. And that's okay, but it doesn't matter. Like I, if I reach out to you and I have this vision of what our friendship is and you're supporting that from your end and then that's all I can, that's all what I perceive is my reality. Right. So I'm like, it's fine. For it's fine. sure. For sure. Okay. Well, I know we need to wrap this up, but before we do, I do have a question and I'm going to flip things on, on end because I know we're ending, but I want to go to the beginning. What is your morning routine? That's just something that's very interesting to me. I've asked everybody. It depends on the day. Normally it's, I wake up, I literally get up, get ready for work. What time? So t- I'm usually up by 6.30 at the latest every morning. And so mm-hmm. like I'll get up, get ready, and then I'm out the door by 7 o'clock because I need to get my bus and get down to work and, and be there. So What about your dogs? So right now, Rami's home. So like he handles all that. So like I can literally be up, be changed, be showered, and out the door in 20 to 30 minutes max. And so Damn. I'm a very quick morning person because I don't eat breakfast. I'm not a coffee guy. Like I am done. 
so for me, morning routines aren't really like my start, like my productive time. Cause I just get into the, like just autopilot for me, it's my evening. So that's when I really do my prep and planning and thought processes. So in the evening, it's more relaxed. It's a comfortable environment. I can, I can get my laundry done or I can look at my schedule for the next day. I pre-plan what I'm going to wear um, or how I think my day is going to go. So all of my planning and preparation usually happens at the end of my day for the next day versus the morning because then I'm out the door. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Why do you take like three hours to get up and get around and yes, oh my god, yes, honey, we do luxurious mornings here. Uh, that yes. doesn't surprise me. I will tell you, and a mutual friend of ours is the same way, and we talk all the time. Sometimes we'll talk on the phone in the mornings, and only because we're the only ones that get each other. But no calls before nine a.m. Please. But, oh my gosh, I'm already like. Oh, no, I do not like, mm -mm. Mm -mm. I do not like to wake up shook. And that's why sometimes, you know, clients or or people that I work with will call me or message me first thing in the morning. And I usually ignore those because if it's not an emergency, I will get to it, but I'm not in a good state right now. And it's not that I'm not a morning person. I love mornings, but I like them my way. And so I like to wake up without an alarm. I have a standing alarm that goes off um, five days a week at 730. But usually I wake up before then. So I wake up on my own around seven. Sometimes I'll wake up at six, sometimes at five. But if I wake up at five and I'm still exhausted, I roll back over. If I wake up at six and I'm still exhausted, I go back to my dream, honey. (laughs) But I wake up and... Usually the first thing I do is go out and start the coffee pot. And if there are dishes that need to be cleaned up from the night before, usually I try and go to bed with a clean kitchen, but sometimes it's late or whatever, or I need to let a pot soak or whatever. But I do my little cleaning and I look out at the birds, the sun's usually coming up. (laughs) And then I have my coffee in my robe and I will listen to an inspirational thing on YouTube or whatever, or I'll read, um, or I'll meditate and just think about like all the things that I'm grateful for or I'll journal. And that's usually takes about, I don't know, half an hour to an hour. And then I'm usually like, sometimes I'll go and shower. Sometimes I'll get right into it if I'm feeling it. Right. Like go into my office and whatever. The problem is when somebody then wants to have a video meeting at, you know, eight 30 or nine on the spur of the moment. And I'm like, uh, (laughs) no boo. I'm still in my robe. (laughs) So I've been trying more and more to just go up and shower. But again, I don't, it takes me a while to get ready. So, but from like a, from everything from a, a coaching standpoint or like mental health standpoint, everything that you're doing is like the picture perfect way to typically start a day or how one should start their day. Um, I well, think well, 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 <laughs> I'm amazing. Because like you should have self-care. I mean, that's involved in there. You should be able to yes. be motiva- motivated. So whether that's journaling or writing a gratitude, you know, entry or listening to something inspirational, you should be starting your day that way and and being able to take it a little bit slower. But I'm just, 
I don't know. I, I, I guess because I've always had a job where I have, I'm responsible to somebody else and I have to report to a physical location to execute my tasks and do all that stuff. For me, it's just been like, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, 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 go. Because I've never been a breakfast eater. I usually, I have no fluff time and I don't want fluff time. Like I literally am fine cutting it right to the wire, getting started. And then I power through to lunch, take a little bit of time at lunch, power through to the end of my work day and come home and just let my hair down. And then I'm usually in bed earlier though too. So that's, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it's not to say, I'm not trying to paint a picture that I'm just over here in my robe eating bonbons every Lounging. day. <laughs> because, I mean, there are many times, especially in the past, when, and I'm sure there will be in the future, where I had to be up at like 4.30, 4, 5, and get to it and have client stuff. But even on those days, I would set my alarm for even earlier so that I could get up, have a moment to myself. Like, I just don't do well with being shook first thing in the morning. I've got to have a moment to myself where nobody's pressing me and I can set the intention for my day and, you know, have that peace of mind. Yeah. And then yeah. start. See, I think because I can respond quickly and well to chaos and emergency situations or adapt very easily, like those things don't bother me. So like if I'm, I'm literally- Well, I can too. Be... <laughs> well, I mean like in the morning, like if something goes wrong, I, I'll briefly panic, but I'm like, nope, I, like there's no, I have no time for panic in my, and like, or, or like anxiety usually. I'm just, I instantly go to plan B and I'm like, okay, this is the, this is my new pathway forward and I have to do this instead of this and this is how it's going to go. And so- most of mine is just go, 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 go. And I think also part of that is because I've been in operations with, you know, having a team that reports up or being responsible for a facility and those types of things. It's like, I just got to go and take care of that. And that's my concern for today. But if I work from home, I guess I would be, I would probably be a lot different. I would probably take a little bit more time, like, you, you know, like you'd mentioned and be more thoughtful and methodical about, you know, the start of my day. But nope go yeah it always fascinates me just to hear people's morning routines because of my unique situation i you know it's like i wonder what other people do in the morning you know so thank you for yeah. sharing as always as always the smiles and hugs it's what i'm always sharing okay uh -oh. not hugs only if you're cute but uh -oh. okay <laughs> full-on groping of cute if you're cute give us a like and a review at itunes <laughs> over to Facebook, Showstarters Podcast. And of course, over to Instagram at Showstarters. Our our expand our our reach is growing, uh, Andrew. I'm so excited. So continue to help us grow by sharing with your friends, family, and people you hate because that will cheer them up because we're wonderful people. So thank you as always for listening. We appreciate uh, everybody supporting us. All right, everybody. We'll, we will talk to you next week, but um, if you have a routine, would you drop a comment on Facebook just because I'm nosy and I want to know like what people do like in the mornings or if you have a habit that you've established or that you want to change. I don't know. Let's get a conversation going. And with that, we will talk to you next week. All right, bye. Bye.